High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we got Coach Peterson of the uh, Central Decatur Cardinals. Welcome to the program, Coach. Glad to be here. How are you doing today? Well, uh, we want to hear. You got a nice win. You got your team, I believe, to five and two, don't you? Yes, we do. Okay, so what's your record in the district? Uh, we've lost one game, so we're four and one. Okay, so uh, anyway, let's talk about the game. Who did you play last week? Uh, Wayne Corden. Okay, what was the score? 21-8. 21-8, okay. Well, uh, take me a little bit through the kind of the storyline of the game. How did uh, how did it play out, and, and uh, how, how did you guys come out with this kind of hard-fought victory? Um. We were up seven nothing at halftime. Uh, you know, we had some some opportunities, some shots that we missed a little bit on on the offensive side. Uh, defense was playing extremely well. Uh, they they didn't give us a lot. They had one long run, I think, in the first half. Short of that, we were in, we were in awfully good good spots. Um, then at halftime, we had the ball first. We had a low snap. Didn't get the ball right slip whatever the situation was they pick six this so they actually went up on us eight to seven and then um <clears throat> from there we were able to hit a big big pass play to get us down to three and put it in the end zone um and then towards the end of the game we had a pick six to make it 21 to seven but you know they did a great job they they uh game plan wise i think they probably did win some of the the better um, game plans on, on our offense that we'd seen all year. And, and uh, you know, Coach Bevins had done a great job getting those guys ready to play. And we weren't as clean as what we wanted to be all the time, but by the same token, we, uh, you know, we when it came time, we, we stepped up and played pretty well. Well, it, it sounds, like it, uh, sounds like the defense didn't give up any points. That's right. Yeah, well, they didn't well, score. Let's, let's start there. Uh, I, I, uh, do you think how many of these wins can you kind of pinpoint uh, on the the defense? Sounds like your offense did enough to win here, but the defense right. um, really is probably why you're in the winner circle in this game. Well, I I think you can put it on both sides of the ball. You can put it on our line play as being the reason why we're we've had some success this year. Um, D line wise, we we controlled the line of scrimmage. Uh, we were. You know, we were in the right spots. Kids executed what we wanted to do really well. And then when, you know, teams try to throw the ball on us, um, again, it's the pressure of our D-line that usually allows us to, to be in decent decent spots to make some interceptions. So um, our defense every week is a little bit different, um, and our kids know that, and they buy into what, what our scheme is that week, and, and they've done a great job of execution. Well, who are some of the standout players from this game? Um, you know, I, it was really kind of a team effort on everything. I, I like it, Coach. 
<laughs> I we can look at a lot of uh, individual plays throughout the game, but I, I don't know as though anybody stood out as far as being like the the bell call and everything. Of course, we always got Kale Rockhold is is kind of the quarterback of our defense and our tailback on offense, so he, he always does a great job for us. Um, Sam Booth did, managed the game extremely well. Again, our O line, D line, Gage Kelly and Tariq Miller and and Cole Jackson and and um, Jeffrey Richards and and Caleb Jensen on the offensive line, and then I thought our our quicks on the defensive line, John Newman and and Mason Allen did a, a really really nice job. So you know there was enough to go around. Um, Nash Dykes had a couple of interceptions. He's up to nine interceptions this year. So Outstanding. Really I like that. What's his name? Nash Dykes. Nash Dykes. All right. Yep. Well, we'll start working on a nickname for him right away. <laughs> uh, uh, nine, nine. That's a lot. That's a uh, um, Mason Miller territory. He did that two years in a row. You got another game to play. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, uh, you give that whole uh, defensive unit a game ball from Round Guy Radio that uh, last week. Uh, really impressed with how they got it done. But there, uh, let's go through kind of the statistics of the offense. You know, the the running yards and the passing yards, and then. We'll uh, talk a little bit about how the uh, um, special teams play. Well, I hope you have some of those in front of you, Coach, because I, we don't, we really don't focus on that. Well, I get you. I, 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 I'm exactly like that. I call a game. I never mention the, the, you know, this guy had 80 yards or whatever. I just call what I see and. Uh, yeah, uh, we, you know, if you had a big night running, that's because everybody else was doing their job, and that was your job was to run the ball that night. So. Um, you know, we we just we're just not a stat team. It's just not something that we really think about or, or talk about. Um, you know, we'll have one game where I know Kale carried the ball 35 times because that's what we needed him to do that night. And, and uh, last last Friday, I don't know how many yards he had. But I know he carried it nine times because you know and, and made a couple big catches and because that's what we needed him to do. And so, well, it sounds like he did you did have know, some success through the air. Oh. Do you remember right. how many receivers caught the ball or anything? Or uh, we probably have four or five guys catch the ball, which is pretty common for us. We're gonna we're gonna have at least four guys catch the ball most of the time. So you you throw the ball a little bit more than some of the teams around here. I'm thinking. Well, uh, in years past, I would say yes. Years past, we've been we kind of throw the ball around a little bit, but this year. Um, uh, we probably still do a little bit, but in our standards, we, we run the ball a lot more this year than we have in the past. So, um, you know, we're going to do whatever it takes for us to win and whatever we feel like we can get matchup wise to get kids open in, in space and, and see what they can do. All right. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about the special teams. Uh, Ashton Norman had a really nice night on, on uh, punts. His averages weren't like spectacular but he does a really nice job of keeping it away from the return guys and getting it off um kale rockhold didn't miss a pat i think he's only missed a couple all year that's how one of those one of those was because they didn't call the penalty that they should have so um so he's pretty consistent with us he's also our kickoff guy and, and does a nice job pinning them down and, you know our we haven't had any big runs or anything on on kickoff, knock on wood. I don't know if I should have said that. You know, you don't want to jinx yourself on those. But uh, you know, our we spend a good amount of time on special teams. It's it's an important part of the game for us, and 
and uh, any way that we can try to uh, give ourselves an advantage with him. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, well, uh, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? No, I, you know, I, I was happy how the kids played intensity wise. They didn't lose their composure when they got down on a team that they probably were favored to win on and, and in the second half and they didn't lose their, their composure on that. So no, I, I was happy with how things went. All right. Well, uh, let's switch over. Uh, to this game Friday night that has all the eyes uh, across the state looking at. Uh, this is uh, the definition of a big game, and this is going to be a Round Guy Radio marquee matchup uh, to keep an eye on uh, this week. Uh, as uh, you host, uh, I believe you host uh, Linville Sully, right? That's correct, yeah. I, it is a, a big game within the district. It's a big game for seeding uh, in playoffs and, and different scenarios within those playoffs. So, um, yeah, we're we're looking forward to competing against them. They're extremely good team. Um, you know, they're not, they're not like huge, but they're, they're big across, you know, most of their, their positions and, and I wouldn't call them unbelievably fast, but yeah, I call them great athletes. I mean, they're, they're long and powerful and, and uh, they, they have speed in the spots they need to have speed at. And, um, you know, it's going to be a challenge for us. Well, I'm I'm thinking uh, there's almost a, there's a there's a good shot at a home playoff game or a road playoff game for the loser. I'm thinking uh, on the line, but it's a two spot or a three spot in the playoffs, right? That's right. So if we whoever wins this game will have a home playoff game first round. Yeah. Whoever, like you said, whoever loses it will have will have to go on the road. But um, that's important. I mean, to get off straight on on the playoffs and and uh, feel good about things you know we talked about it last night that's going to happen when you have two really good teams whether you win or lose doesn't really influence how well you played and what you can do in the future whether you're at home or away we just want to get better we just want to be clean uh hit the shots that are going to be there we that's you know against wayne we, we felt like we had four or five shots that were wide open shots that we didn't get whether that's in the run game or the pass game either one and and we have to take advantage of those when you play a team like Linville Sewing. Okay. Well, uh, let's, number one factor here, I, I'm thinking, is the home field advantage. Um, I'm assuming with a 5-2 and two record uh, um, like this, uh, you know, this big big district game coming up um, with all that's on the line, I imagine there's a big buzz uh, there around the community, and you're getting a lot of support. So what kind of atmosphere and how much is it going to mean to your players to see that stands full and that kind of energy that only comes from a situation that's as big as this? Well, you know, our community does a great job throughout the whole year. I mean, I, we're a small town community. We're, we're proud of Central Decatur. Uh, we're proud of the Leon area and, and, you know, what we bring to the table. So every, every Friday we feel like we have that support. Obviously, when you have big games like this, there'll there'll be a little bit of buzz be around that. But um, you know, we don't we don't fully expect that to be completely different. It it means a lot to us. We understand that we don't play for ourselves. We don't play for our team. We play for the community. And, and um, when you have that understanding, then it can be a pretty powerful tool. Okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna think that special teams in a game like this is going to be of the utmost um, importance. Uh, um, this team you're going to play, uh, 
last year just kind of rolled everybody, but this year they tend to just kind of grind out wins uh, and back and forth, and they've lost a game uh, uh, by a couple points. So extra points, field goals, field position. What do you? How do you important is that going to be in a game like this? Um, well, it's huge. I mean, flipping the field when you have to and, and being able to make them drive the full length of the field as opposed to short fields are, are really huge. Um, every chance you get to score, obviously, is, is a big deal, whether it's one point or three points or whatever the situation is. So, um, you know, we want to try to execute on those. It really comes down to the whole game is execution and, and which team executes the best on, on all three phases of it. And, you know, special teams is a big part of that. So we'll, uh, we'll sure give it our best shot off of that. Well, uh, it sounds like you're a team that has fared well when you win the turnover battle. Uh, it seems like you're a team that's really done well with both, you know, picking the ball up off the ground or intercepting it. Uh, take maybe um, taking advantage of maybe you got some good rush that's forcing the quarterback to make some throws that he otherwise wouldn't. Uh, uh, so it's got to be a whole combination of a bunch of things that's working out for you. But um, do you think taking the ball away from Linville Sully at a point or two in this game could be the difference? Yeah, I think that'll be a big part of whether we take it away from them or, or more for us, our two losses, we've got 10 turnovers on those two losses. So, um, you know, that's something that we talk about, something we work on and, you know, um, not so much that we're worried about it, but we need to take care of the ball. We need to value possessions. And um, we feel like, you know, we can grind it out a pretty close game if, if we give ourselves the opportunity not to have the short fields, you know, our, our, we feel good about our defense, especially if you have to drive the entire field, but um, short fields, sometimes it's, you know, one or two plays and they're in the end zone. So we got to make sure we take care of that. They're, Lindo Sully, um, they create havoc on both sides of offense and defense. Um, defensively, their goal is to create chaos. I mean, they've, they run a three, four, five, six-man line, and we've seen all three, all four of those, and and um, all in one game. I mean, they're they're just rotating. They they send dudes. They they're just trying to make the defense or, or make the offense uncomfortable. And then um, on the offensive side, they're they're a big. They do a probably the best. Their scheme is the best I've ever seen. Being able to. Um, get hats to the ball on on the weak or the strong side. I mean, they, they can line up in an overload one way, and, and they'll literally pull five guys going the other way. And it's pretty impressive how they uh, how proficient they are with it. And, and so that's going to be a big-time challenge for us. And, and um, you know, we've got a game plan. We feel comfortable with our game plan on both sides of the ball, and, and we'll see how we can execute it. Well, it sounds like maybe time of possession and stuff like that is going to be uh, another uh, indicator of, you know, because this could be, all right, well, let's talk about, have you been in a game this year where you, it came down to, we got a minute and a half left, we got to go 60 yards, we got to go 70 yards, and we got to score, you know, whether that be a, be a field goal or extra point or, I mean, or, or a touchdown uh, to come back and win a game. Has that happened this year? Uh, we really haven't been in that situation. We've been in um, maybe towards the middle of a quarter situation where we really needed to buckle down and, and get a score. But as far as 
into the game situations like that. We've had a couple in, in a half. We feel comfortable with that. We we run a no huddle offense, so we're able to get plays in pretty quick and and um, you know so we feel good about those situations. But it just happens to be we we haven't been in too many of those. But uh, we practice them a lot, so I, I think we'll be fine with it. Well, it sounds like you're prepared for it if it happens. Uh, and, <laughs> and in this game, it very well could, don't you think? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this is going to be a tight game. I, I fully expect that. Um, I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to run away from, from anybody else. So it'll be interesting. They, they had a young man last year that gained 1,900 yards. He's probably one of the best players in the state of Iowa that got hurt early in the year, and, and we hear rumblings that he might be coming back this week. So that, that adds another element to us um, on what we're ready for. But um, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, I, we, we can't worry about those things. We got to worry about what our keys are and, and what we're trying to do and how we're trying to tackle. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's going to be fun. Our kids will compete. It will be a good game. Well, um, quarter non harder uh, uh, broke his leg early in the season. He, he thought he could be back. The diagnosis was he could be back by the playoffs. Um, but I don't know. If we, do you know, have any idea whether he's going to play in this game or not? Well, I don't know anything for sure. I mean, I think uh, – um, we've heard maybe that he went back to see if he could get cleared this week, but I, that that's hearsay. I mean, I, I haven't talked to the young man. I haven't talked to the coaches. I have, I have no idea what's going on. It's just, it's, uh, we do happen to have somebody that grew up in, the, in that community and, and maybe has a little bit of intel, but not a lot either. So it, we don't, it, well, we, uh, this game is not going to be determined by one person. Well, I, I agree with that. My next question is going to be, they have enough uh, weapons without him. Uh, to give you oh, no uh, everything you, you want and then some. Uh, but no let's talk to me. Talk to me. You know, you've been looking at the film. You, obviously, you're in the same district with them. You guys are are, are paying attention to what they're doing a lot. Uh, what What is it uh, about them that you've seen on film? Who are the guys that are picking up the slack, I guess, for quarter non harder? Um, you know, I think it's by committee. I mean, they've, they've rolled – their backfield has has changed uh, weekly on who they have back there and who's rolling and and um, you know there's be one game where they'll throw the ball quite a bit. There'll be another game where you know ninety percent of it is run. And uh, I think they do a really really good job of scouting and and knowing what they feel like they can do that particular game and and taking advantage of that to the best that they can. Uh, it'll be interesting what they feel like they can do on us. Um, whatever that is, they'll, <laughs> once they find it, they're going to keep doing it over and over. You know, they're not going to change a lot of things. So um, our goal is to try to make them as one dimensional as we can. Uh, hopefully that's one dimensional in the past game, because, you know, if, if they're able to run the ball and they have success with that, they're just going to stay mm -hmm. with that. And it's going to be a really, really long night for us. So, um, our goal is to try to make them one-dimensional. You know, when you play a team as good as this, that's, you know, that can be your goal. It doesn't necessarily mean that's how the game plays out. So, um, very, very well-coached team, both sides of the ball. All right. Well, Coach, you got me chomping at the bit for this game. Um, you did a great job of building some I – I, I want to get you on here to kind of build some excitement for this game for our listeners, and I think you did a, a great job of it. 
Is there anything else going on that night, homecoming, senior night, or anything like that? Yeah, it's senior night, so it's our last home game. So we'll have senior night going on. And, um, you know, the seniors are our, our rocks. They're the guys that we've got a lot of seniors that have played a lot of ball for us. And uh, we're, we're excited to do what we can for them and, and uh, you know, and then get ready for the next week because we're lucky enough to be able to, to know that we will be playing the next week. Well, you want to mention some of the seniors that uh, maybe won't be uh, getting one more chance to be on Round Guy Radio? Well, we have eight major seniors. Um, Sam Booth plays quarterback and D-back for us. Matthew Foltz, in our estimation, is one of the best defensive ends in the state. Um, Cole Jackson plays offensive guard for us. Dean Layton, we, he's kind of a Swiss Army knife. We put him a lot of places on the defensive side of the ball, and then he plays a a wing back tight end situation on offense. Uh, Wyatt Murphy plays O-line for us. Ty Rasmussen uh, does a nice job on the defensive side. He's a, he's a little, he's one of our quicks. He's not a real huge guy, but he'll play on the D-line or he'll play corner either one. Uh, K.L. Rockhold is the guy who totes the rock a lot, uh, leads our team in tackles. I mean, he's, he's a four-year starter for us, and we're sure going to miss him. And then the last one is Jaden Broyk, who, had ACL surgery last week, and and um, you know we we're really excited about what Jaden could do this year. We really feel like he's one of the best receivers in the state, and, and he we lost him first quarter of the first game. So um, we're going to miss all eight of those guys as we roll forward. But we hope we have some a lot of football left in front of us. So we're well, not going to go well, down that road. Well, thank you for leading these men, and I hope they grow up to be uh, good men and good husbands and good fathers and and uh, great com contributors to their community. Thank you for uh, helping, you know, provide some leadership in these young men's lives because nobody ever became a good man without some direction from some other good men. So appreciate yeah, all right. of all of that efforts on your behalf there. Well, well Coach, is there anything else you want to talk about? Come out and support the Cardinals. Well, thank you so much for being with you. You're a great uh, addition to the Round Guy Radio family. And uh, this game in particular, was it was nice to get to a bird's eye view of it. And good luck Friday and good luck in the playoffs. All right. Thank you. High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flintcliffe Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa.